Welcome to the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. I'm sure a lot of you are just finishing February break. I hope everybody had a great and well-deserved vacation. Hopefully you're getting a little fired up to get back in the classroom tomorrow and do that real tough stretch between February and April break, which can really be a long stretch, but it also is a a good stretch because a lot of the best learning of the year takes place between these two vacations. Today we're going to talk about telling a story. I'm going to start with a guy by the name of Blake Mike Blake Mikoski. Excuse me. He's the founders. Uh, he's the founder of Tom Shoes. Uh, he was a successful entrepreneur and businessman man in his 20s. He was on vacation in Argentina and he saw the desperate need for shoes in the poverty-stricken neighborhoods, sort of surrounding the capital city. And Blake Mikoski was already very successful, but this really touched him. And this is when he developed his one-for-one business model, where every time one of us buys a pair of Tom's shoes, the company gives a free pair to um, students or children in poverty in Argentina. Tom's have become very, very, very successful, as we all know. And Mikoski attributes this not to the shoes, but to the story of the company. He believes that people connected to and were inspired by the story of where the company came from, why he started it, and what it was doing. Here is a great quote from a book he wrote. When you have a memorable story about who you are and what your mission is, your success no longer depends on how experienced you are or how many degrees you have or who you know. A good story transcends boundaries, breaks barriers, and opens doors. It is a key not only to starting a business, but also to clarifying your own personal identity and choices. End quote. Blake Mikoski clearly believes that people become inspired by stories. We are inspired by the story of Tom's, and that's why so many people have bought them. If you watch TED Talks, this is our this is another place where we see this concept of telling a story. The people that do the coaching for TED Talks preach all the time that the speakers need to tell a story. They need to bring the listeners in by telling a story. The longest standing ovation in TED history was given to Brian Stevenson. His TED Talk was 65% just him telling stories. So 65% of the time he was on that stage, he wasn't citing facts or figures or showing charts. He was simply telling stories. And then he got the longest standing ovation in TED Talk history and of course has millions and millions of views online. On top of all this, brain scans show that stories, when the brain hears stories, it is stimulated. The brain is engaged and stimulated when it is hearing stories that it can connect to. So like Mikoski said, people don't need new facts. They need a new story. And as teachers or as educators, before we can get others to attach to our story and and sort of feel our passion, we really need to be able to articulate our story or articulate our passion ourselves. 
So I would argue that all of this is very applicable when teaching a lesson, or if you're a school leader, when leading people in your school, it is very applicable, this, this desire to, to hear stories. How often do we start our lessons by announcing the learning objective or telling students what we'll be working on? That's, that's sort of, even the best teachers, that's often what we do. We say, here's today's objective, let's go get it, or here's what we'll be working on today, let's go get it. And the bottom line is that's not necessarily inspiring everyone. That's not inspiring all the students, just that we've named the target. How different would it be if we introduced some lessons by telling a story that brings students in? For example, let's say we were starting a unit on Romeo and Juliet. Here's sort of the traditional way we could start it. Good morning, boys and girls. Today we'll be starting to study the play Romeo and Juliet. It was written in the 1500s by William Shakespeare, and it deals with some very deep themes. It also was written in iambic pentameter, which we will be studying and analyzing. Huh. Wake up. Stay with me. Stay with me. Because I would argue that that introduction doesn't really get kids revved up to learn about Romeo and Juliet or to read Shakespearean work. So how about saying this instead? Good morning, boys and girls. Let me tell you a little story. There are two families in a city who cannot get along, like really cannot get along. And they're big families, powerful families. One of them has a young man in the family and the other has a young woman. Now, when this man and woman meet, they put their differences aside as they fall madly in love. What do you think this love will do to their families? How do you think it'll impact this city with these two powerful families that don't like each other? How do you think everyone will deal with the fallout? You know what? Let's dive into this play, Romeo and Juliet, and find out. Doesn't this story change everything? That was only about 25 seconds, but this story would make students want to learn. It would make them want to engage, and their brains would truly get more active and dive in. Now, I know I provided an easy example, but in social studies, we could tell a story of the people we are going to study. Or in math, we could tell the story of an industry or a company that uses math similar to the math we'll be studying. Or in physical education, we could tell the story of someone who changed their body physically through hard work or determination or a specific plan. This is a monumental change in, in reality. Very few classrooms today start their lessons by telling stories. But, you know, just as TED Talks show and as Blake Mykoski's story shows and as brain research shows, stories engage people and bring them in. And let's not forget that students are people. They are people. And if this works for the brain and if this is engaging, it's something we should try. Even though this will take work on our part as educators because it's a new thing, if we can some start some lessons with short engaging stories and inspire students to engage more, this practice will make the rest of the lesson easier. So even though it's more work up front to come up with sort of a story that brings them in, it'll make the rest of the lesson easier because now they're in. So listen, you're back from vacation. Why not give it a try? You have your routines and your procedures in place. Every kid in your class knows how things work. You're coming into the heart of the year as far as learning goes. Just pick one lesson this week that you introduce by telling a brief story and then see how much the kids engage. Most importantly, as always, have a great week. I hope everybody had a great vacation. I hope you're excited to hit the ground running tomorrow. And we hope you enjoyed your teacher's cup of coffee. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed.